You're now tuned in to Views from the Chicks, a podcast discussing the correlation between life and music. Inspired by Issa Rae and Lakeith Stanfield's new movie, The Photograph, we're examining Black love in the media. Whether in books, movies, or TV shows, we discuss the importance of Black love stories and list some of our favorites to date. Let's get on with the show. Come on. Welcome to Views from the Chicks. I am Quana and I am here with. And I am Joey and I'm here with. That's all. Quana. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you for joining us. T is not feeling well this week, so we wish her a speedy recovery. Feel better. Um, the weather has been changing here in the New York City area. Definitely. So winter is a coming. It sure and is. And everybody is feeling it. So I completely understand. And T, we hope you feel better soon. Gone through one bottle of wine. So. We have. <laughs> we have a bottle and we have a half left. So half left, of course. We'll see how this show goes today. <laughs> yes, definitely. But thank you all for joining in. Thank you guys for all your comments, reviews, questions concerns like whatever you guys want to send to us um whether it's on our ig or twitter like we really appreciate all of the feedback and everything that you guys have to say about things so keep them coming and we definitely like to showcase them on the show so who sent us a review for sure so this week i do want to highlight our newest review and this is coming from username kd road and kd road says My favorite podcast. I love listening to these ladies. Articulate and highly entertaining. They know their stuff when it comes to new and old musicians and entertainers. So thank you, KD. Aw, that's so nice. So sweet. Thank you. Yes, I'm glad somebody noticed. I know. Sometimes, you know, we put so much into the show Mm -hmm. and getting the show off the ground. Like You guys don't know the half Mm -hmm. of what goes on behind the scenes just to get the show up and running. So we definitely want to make sure that we take the time out to acknowledge everyone who's been listening to us for the past almost three years Mm -hmm. now so um you know with all the changes and everything that we're bringing forward we definitely want to take time out to acknowledge you all and thank you so much for tuning in and encourage the rest of you who have been there since the beginning to make sure that you're doing your due diligence and leave us those ratings and reviews yes (laughs) rate review subscribe please we really appreciate it please and thank you Um, you know, we love to see the feedback so we can know what you guys want, what you guys want to hear, what you guys want to talk about, and then we can incorporate it into the show. For sure. So with that being said, let's jump into segment one. Mm -hmm. So my segment is called Dose of Dopeness. And for those of you who are new here, Dose of Dopeness is a segment that I decided to do to highlight and profile people who are doing some really dope shit within music. Now, you don't necessarily have to be a musician or um, a singer or anything like that, but you're doing something really great, whether you have your own business or organization and you've decided to incorporate music into it somehow. So the person that I am profiling today, my dose of dopeness is Meg Taylor, who is the founder of Women in Radio LLC. Founded in 2016, Women in Radio is an organization for the support and advancement of women in the radio industry. As the on-air digital host for the hit music station Y100 Miami on iHeartRadio, 
Meg quickly recognized the lack of diversity within the male-dominated field. Rather than feeding into the narrative of competition, which we know is a thing, okay, she created the organization to encourage women to lean on one another for support and inspiration while celebrating their wins and getting through their losses. It provides a safe space for women of various backgrounds in the industry to express themselves freely without fear of judgment from their male counterparts. The organization offers an extensive membership program for their services, ranging from $9.99 a month to $500 for a lifetime membership. Depending on the membership tier, you get exclusive access to job and internship postings, their event calendar, live training sessions, master classes, event and merchandise discounts, and so much more. Outside of radio, they welcome podcasters, programmers, board operators, engineers, people who are in promotion, sales, producers, traffic, administrative assistants, and interns. So I think this is really, really dope, and I encourage everyone mm-hmm. to check out what Meg is doing over at womeninradio.org. You know, as a um, female-led podcast, we notice what's going on in the industry. We spoke about it before, which is even part of our mission with doing this podcast. When it comes to radio, especially the mainstream moms, a lot of times, you know, you have the two male two male um, figures spearheading the conversation and the woman is more so there to talk about like the hot topics very rarely are they really a part of the interview Mm -hmm. I think some of them have gotten better with that maybe because of organizations like this that are bringing light to you know the disparities between the two of them but I think this is a really great organization so I wanted to shout out Meg Taylor and all that she's doing and she is my highlight for Dose of Dopeness. So Shout out, Meg. Oh, that's dope. Mm-hmm. I think um, there are a lot of women-led podcasts. And I'm glad that we have a chance to be a part of that. And we have a chance to even connect with some of the the, the men-led or the male-led Absolutely. podcasts. Because mm-hmm. it's nice to get a different perspective if you're talking about a particular topic. Or if you're talking about a particular subject that may be... You know, you want to get different perspectives on, but I'm really proud of how many female podcasts, female-led podcasts there are, whether it's black or people of color or whoever. I think that um, we all have a voice and it's nice that, you know, we don't have to wait for an organization or we don't have to wait for a radio station or someone to give us that voice we can take it on our own so the fact that meg is really trying to create a space where people feel comfortable women in general in particular feel comfortable Mm -hmm. and they don't have to feel like they have to cold themselves in a way to you know to uh, like what's the word to kind of cater to um, a particular um group of people they can just say what they want to say they can say it freely and they feel supported and i think it's really really great because you know we see people on twitter who are in the music industry women specifically always talking about you know the different struggles that they have to go through and the hoops that they have to jump through just to make it and be successful and be respected first of all Mm -hmm. as a woman in the industry especially black women as well um so i think that this is really really dope you know as black women even like you know having experience in corporate america if you will 
we know how important it is to have safe spaces. So even when we get together and we talk about our work experiences or whatever, it's a safe space for us. So I can see why having an organize, organization such as this would be extremely important. So if you want to check them out again, that is womeninradio.org. They're also Women in Radio on Instagram. And I believe they have a Twitter of the same name. And if you want to follow Meg directly, that's Meg Talks at Instagram. So M-E-A-G. T-A-L-K-S, and that's on Instagram. Nice. So we're going to roll over to Kwana's segment. What you got for us, lady? Yes. So the Let Me Upgrade You segment is anything that I have been (laughs) paying attention to recently that I feel like I feel would help upgrade your life. So whether it's culture, music, um, movies, like something for the home, like whatever it is, just anything that could add some comfort, some fun, some entertainment, some value in some way to your life. So for this week, I wanted to talk a little bit about black romantic comedies and dramas. Oh, girl, yes. So Issa Rae just released um, the trailer for the new movie that she is starring in with Lakeith Stanfield Ooh, called The Photograph. And it is a black romantic, I guess, drama. Issa Rae plays a woman named May. And she finds a collection of photographs and some cherished items from her mom, who is now deceased. And she sort of goes on a journey of figuring out who her mom was, her life story, where she came from, what she went through, all the while Lakeith Stanfield is here and he's trying to woo her. So I love this idea of seeing black people in love or finding love or um, in a relationship or whatever. And, you know, me, myself, I'm an Aquarius woman, so I can be <laughs> I can be a little detached from that, from my emotions. But when it comes to love, I love love. I love seeing people in love. I think it's the cutest shit it when is. I see, like, people in the supermarket, like, holding hands and, like, especially, like, old people. I like, love it. I love that shit. Like, I love to see people. It's like, y'all made it. Y'all still together. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> I think it's so cute. I think... I understand how hard it can be. I understand how much work and sacrifice it might take to get to that point. I Mm -hmm. understand that it's not easy for two whole people to mesh their lives together in some form or fashion. So I get it. Um, But yeah, I love love. So very excited to see this film. It reminds me of The Notebook. Mm, I could see that yeah. from what we're gathering so yeah. far. Yeah, I mean it's not it's not a period piece. I'm by the looks of the trailer, it looked like it was present day. Well, it looks like they're flashing back a little bit because they're yeah. telling the story from her mom. De- definitely back and forth a because it does show like flashbacks of her mom's life. Mm-hmm. And, um, but Issa and um, Lakeith Stanfield are in present day, mm-hmm. and which which I love because. Even when you think of rom-coms, there's not a lot of black people in that. No. You know what I mean? Like, they'll have the black character, but they're never really adding, I guess, value. Yeah, they're not the main characters. I mean, there are plenty of movies, especially in, like, the 90s and early 2000s. Mm -hmm. There were so many, like, black 
romantic love jones brown yeah, sugar so many like you know? love and basketball love and basketball yeah um yeah love jones is being added to netflix so check that out so go on there but present day i i feel that um there are a lot of like 90s and early 2000s movies that show you know black romantic comedies or dramas but present day not so much so right. for this to come out i think it's great she also has another movie coming out in 2020 called the lovebirds Issa? um mm-hmm. oh. starring her and kumal nanjiani um they're yeah. playing love interest mm-hmm. <gasps> i love that so i love that um it's it's cool to see like black women mm-hmm. you know in general absolutely as the head of these romantic comedies and Mm -hmm. I wanted to bring this to attention because as all of you know I am an avid reader Mm -hmm. I love books I love to read whether it's fiction nonfiction. I love to read so I wanted to bring to the attention uh an author by the name of Jasmine Gullery um g-u-i-l-l-o-r-y Jasmine Gullery she's from the Bay Area she's a black woman and she writes contemporary romance fiction novels love it i have all four of her novels hey. <laughs> i've read all of them um and she is so dope and what i like about her writing is that her main characters in her novels are black women the first book is the wedding date the second book is the proposal the third book is the wedding party and the fourth book is Royal Holiday. Mm. And in all of her novels, there is a black woman as a main character. I love that. That is refreshing, let me right? tell you. Refreshing And it's all so hell. dope because I love to read. So especially, you know, fiction, I like to read stories. I like to get lost in a story. So if I can read a story and kind of relate to it in a way where maybe the main character by the description in the book looks like me or kind of feels like a person that I know looks like a person that I could imagine it it's really dope to to have this story that I can read and kind of get lost in and be like oh I know this girl so it's dope and her books are amazing she recently had an article on oprahmag.com um this was March of 2019 And the name of the article is Jasmine Gullery, author of the proposal on why she chose to write about black heroines. Um, So she writes in this article for OpenMag.com. It says, even as a kid, solely seeing negative portrayals of black girlhood and womanhood have never rung true to me. Mm. This is not to say that I don't experience the challenges of being a black woman in America. I do every single day. But there's a lot of joy in being a black woman, too. And I strongly believe there aren't enough stories out there that reflect that. She's not lying. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. She's not lying. So she goes on to just talk about, um, you know, there are moments on the street where she sees a black woman and she tells her, ooh, I love your shoes. And the black woman's like, oh, I love your lipstick. And we laugh and we joke and we have a good, good time. And, you know, maybe you have, like, your your black female friends and they have good news a new job a book deal a relationship a baby and you cheer each other on and there's a sense of black joy that a lot of people don't get to see Mm -hmm. black woman's joy absolutely a lot of people don't get to see and she was like as a writer she wanted to see that 
She wanted to see the books about black girls hanging out with their friends and gossiping about boys because mm-hmm. we do that as well. It's mm-hmm. not just a white girl thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, finding love, moving to a big city, you know, entering a new job and finding, you know, the, the guy across the hall. Really cute. <laughs> like that shit happens to us, too. It does. Yeah. And she definitely wanted to see more of that. So when she realized that, hmm, you know, I don't really get. I don't really know many books that have this. She was like, I'm going to write them. I love that because, you know, a lot of times when we see these days, a lot of books are turned into movies Mm -hmm. for some people seeing it visually like the optics. Yeah. Sit a little differently versus like reading something on a paper. So I think that this is important. And it made me think real quick. um, So T was talking about this new show on Amazon Prime Mm -hmm. called, I believe it's called Modern Love, if I'm not mistaken. Dev Patel's in it, right? Oh, my God. Uh He's great. I don't even know how to describe it because he's he's amazing. Yeah. He's dope. He's everything. Yes, he is. But I've only seen like the first three episodes, I think, up until the either his episode or Anne Hathaway's episode. Mm -hmm. But T's watched the entire season Mm -hmm. and she cannot stop gushing about it. But she is like a hardcore Twitter person. And she was telling me like, you know, when it did debut on um, Twitter, people were kind of in uproar. Not one of them focused on the black woman's love. And even in Anne Hathaway's episode, I'm only speaking on that because that's the only one that I saw Mm -hmm. um, up until the point that I saw. But with Anne's episode, one of the people who helped her through whatever she was going through in that Mm -hmm. episode was a black woman. So it just makes me think that a lot of times when we're told these stories about love and how complicated it is or how beautiful it is. Like we're the help. We're the help. But we're not. Yeah. The the story isn't centered around us. It's like, yeah, you're there to help us and nurture us through the process, but you're not allowed to love. And I mean, obviously, I don't think that that was a whoever the producers were or whatever. Yeah. I don't think that was. I don't always think it's intentional. I just feel because that's not their experience Mm -hmm. that they don't tell it that way. Yeah, Yeah. But I think I mean, I would hope that more. You know, more recently, people would be more conscious of the fact of how this is going to connect with people, because I think even like, you know, with this book and with the Issa Rae movie coming out, I think what that speaks to is how important it is to have people in place behind the scenes Mm -hmm. to help make those executive decisions. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? On who's going to be casted for this or what type of story is going to be told here, because a lot of times when you have white people directing or producing. Yeah. They Black put love people in the story that yeah, looks like them. Exactly. Which and you, you understand. That's no fault to themselves. I, I mean. If I'm writing a story, I'm writing it about a black woman because that's who I am. Of course. If I was ever a director producer, you best believe yeah. it'll be very rare that I'm putting a white woman as my lead. Yeah. Just that's rare. Keeping yes. it 100. But I mean, you know, I think I do think they have to be more conscious when they come to telling those stories. But for it to be authentic, it would have to come from us. So I can't expect that from white person mm-hmm. i just can't yeah but yeah yeah i still want to check it out but def i do remember seeing that trailer mm-hmm. and i definitely don't remember seeing a black woman at all no but which is why um i mean that's another reason why i really kind of gravitate to jasmine gullery's books because i mean they're contemporary romance mm-hmm. they're fiction so it is a story um but it's nice, you know, to read about and, and imagine as you're reading, you can imagine the the words, what she's saying. You can picture it in your mind, you know, as you're reading, which is mm-hmm. really fun. 
Um, but yeah, it's a contemporary romance. So this is present day. So the main characters are using social media. They're using their phones. They're like, it's, it's present day. So it doesn't feel outdated. It doesn't feel old or like a period piece of some kind. It feels like this could be happening to your friend. That It's you, relatable. It's relatable. Mm-hmm. This could be happening to you today or this could be happening to your friend tomorrow like whatever i mean and they're pretty sexy i must say she, <laughs> oh, let me I mean, get the book <laughs> i mean how many you got let me get the book <laughs> i have all of them and she, i mean there are some pretty like steamy shit like in the first book uh, all of them i'm gonna start there girl all i gave you the first book <laughs> let me know what you think the first book is we'll the do. wedding date let we'll me do. know what you think but it's it can get pretty sexy and i'm just like like but hey that's but a that, part but of that's a part of yeah. why i also like the books because even in the sexy parts of the book it's not written in a way where you don't know you know like they're trying to say it without saying it like she says it like mm-hmm. this is what's going on mm-hmm. and then she does this and he does that there's a lot of oral sex in the books too oh, <laughs> hey now, hey now. which i just have to say I feel like a lot of times in books when people are writing, <laughs> okay, people okay, dance around the topic of like, this character did this, but you you know what they're doing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but they won't actually come out and say it. And say it. But mm-hmm. that is a part of sex, right? Mm-hmm. That is a part of what people who have sex do. Censoring it in a way kind of makes it feel dirty. Right. It like, feels well. dirty, but it's not. It's like, yeah, this is a part of it. So I like that when she does these scenes or mm-hmm. these, um, these, pages in the book it doesn't feel like she's trying to hide something like she's literally just writing what would happen in this situation right right you know normally what would happen so it's really refreshing to read her stories and i'm really like thankful to have found these books i think they're dope so what's what's her name again jasmine gullery j-a-s-m-i-n-e gullery g-u-i-l-l-o-r-y um she is a reese witherspoon book club pick Mm, i didn't know reese had one yes um, and that's the proposal. Um, is in no the relation Reese. to the movie. <laughs> yes, no <laughs> relation to the movie. Um, but yes, definitely. And you know, I love to read, so I love sharing books. You know, with with people. I read fiction, nonfiction. So Everything. when I saw that trailer for the photograph with Issa Rae, I was like, oh, I love this whole like resurgence of like you know, black romantic either comedies or drama or movies or books or whatever. Mm-hmm. I love it. So definitely, you know, I can get lost in her books. So definitely let me know what you think. I will do, girl, for sure. And if any of you listeners out there decides to check that book out or maybe you are a fan of Jasmine already, already, make sure you let us know. But you can definitely go on Amazon and just Google Jasmine Gullery, The Wedding Date. That's the first book. And then just go from there. What's your favorite, um, I guess, black rom-com, if you will? I'm so glad you (laughs) asked me that because I wrote that down as a question. You did. I did. So Mm -hmm. I have maybe two. Mm Mm-hmm. And they're both starring the same woman. Oh, oh wait, hold on. Let me let me take a guess here. You want to take a guess? Hold on now. My all time like my all time favorite black rom com. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you'll be able to guess, but it is starring a woman from New Jersey. 
From New Jersey? Yes. Rom-com? Uh-huh. Is this 90s or 2000s? This is today, girl. This oh, is like what? not that long ago. The only person I know from New Jersey, and I'm only going to say it because this is one on my list. Uh-huh. Is it Queen Latifah? Yes, it is. Is it Just Right? Just Right. That's, is, that's one of mine. one of them, but there's another one that she did. As a rom-com? Uh-huh. When it's like her and all her girlfriends? Uh, or is it her? It's her. It's not her and all her girlfriends. Oh, maybe I missed this one. No, you've seen this one. It I've comes seen... on TV all the time. <laughs> Recently? With uh-huh. Queen it's, Latifah? It's the last holiday. Her. Oh, I would have <laughs> missed that girl. Because I, I classify that as a Christmas movie. Okay. You know what I mean? When I think, but you're right. To me, it's it's definitely a rom-com. It's her and uh, L.O. Cool J as mm. her love interest. And this, like, literally, I love this movie. I feel like I need to go rewatch it. I'm pretty sure I've seen it, but I honestly cannot fully remember. I to be adore this movie. It is... One of my favorites. Anytime it's on TV, I stop and watch it. I Aww. have to watch it. It's so good. She's she plays um Miss Bird mm-hmm. and she is like a store clerk. Mm-hmm. And she finds out that she is um sick and she's gonna die soon. Oh damn. So she was like, you know what? I'm going to live my life to the fullest. Mm-hmm. She cashes out her, like, retirement. Mm-hmm. I know that's right, girl. Uh-huh. Live your Takes life. all her money. She goes, because she's a, a wonderful cook. Mm-hmm. She goes to see this, this really famous chef in, like, the mountains of, like, Europe somewhere, Switzerland, some shit. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And she stays at this beautiful hotel, and she basically just spends all her money looking good going buying designer clothes eating at the finest restaurants like just living her life in a way that she never did before because she she thinks that she doesn't have much time to live mm. uh elo kujay plays a guy who works in the store with her that she has a huge crush on that she was always too scared to, to ask say anything oh, about. this is making me giddy why right <laughs> and then um Come to find out, she's not dying. You know what? She doesn't know it. I feel like I definitely see this shit now because you done told me. Yo, it's so good. I love this movie. I'm literally going to make a list. And listeners, if you guys have a favorite movie, let us know because I need to do some homework Mm -hmm. and watch this. But Just Right (laughs) is another one. The Last Holiday is your fave. Mine is definitely Love and Basketball. Okay. Love and basketball is Who definitely... doesn't love Sanaa Lathan, I though? mean... Yo, can I just say... What? One of my favorite movies with Sanaa Lathan is something new. I think because, like, watching the movie, I think it showed a different side of black women finding love because a lot of times people will see a black woman with someone who isn't black... Right. Mm-hmm. ...and will judge them of for course. it. Of course. They do it But I think what that movie did... In a funny way, because it is a rom-com. I think what that movie did was show how she had this idea of what her ideal man would be in her mind. Right, right. And she wouldn't let that go. And until she let that go and just really let life kind of take its course, then she sort of found what she needed, not necessarily Mm. what she wanted. And sometimes I think as black women, you know, especially as someone who is 
proudly black. We love our black of people. Course. We love our black women. We love our black men. We want to see black people succeed. We mm-hmm. want to have a black family. Mm-hmm. That is that is part of it. And I think sometimes um, we have this idea of what everything should be. And it doesn't mean that you can't have that. But I think a lot of times when we just let go and just let life, because life will like chew you up and spit you out, okay? Like if we just let go and just let life kind of do what it does, mm-hmm. a lot of times we'll find what we need and not necessarily what, what we, we want. want. Yeah. Um, and that could be a black man. That could be whatever. That could be a woman. Like mm-hmm. who knows? You, you know what know. I mean? You never know. Um. But yeah, I I like that movie because it just kind of just in the sphere of what was some black rom-coms in that time, it just kind of gave a different perspective at that point. Yeah, I um, do like that movie. Yeah, yeah. I definitely do. That reminded me another, I'm just thinking now that you said interracial couple, there's a movie with, okay, so one of my favorite actresses, she doesn't get enough film play, but one of my favorite actresses is Nicole Bahari. Mm. she was in the first movie i saw her in was american violet and more recently um she was in the striking vipers episode as the wife on black mirror um and she was also in that headless horseman show i forget the name of it nicole bahari nicole bahari you know her when you see her she's been in a couple things that we've watched but um but i love nicole bahari and one of the movies that she was in let me actually get the name of it but i believe it is on youtube and she also sings which is a fun fact about her and um oh sleepy hollow sleepy hollow that's the show i was thinking of jacob's ladder 42 42 she was amazing in 42 with chadwick boseman who mm-hmm. is also one of my favorite actors oh american violet that was a good movie mm-hmm. yeah when you said that i was like that sounds okay yes so another cute rom-com um it's centered around her and i think the guy is german um the rom-coms it's called my last day without you it's an indie film mm-hmm. in college me and Quana were obsessed with indie film that's all we we watched i think we even went to the indie um indie philadelphia indie film festival we did when we saw 500 days yeah right yeah because the amazing the director and the producer were there and they answered questions at the end yeah yep but check out my last day without you i think that movie's so so cute it kind of reminds me of something new um and the fact that it is an interracial relationship surrounding around a black woman white male whatever but it's so cute definitely check that film out but yeah, there's a yeah. there's a couple of films out there mm-hmm. for sure. Definitely a couple. Yeah. I just like to see black people in general mm-hmm. in love. I mean, I think a lot of times there's a bad rap around that, whether it's a black woman, whether it's a black man, you know, there's so much um there's this, this like underlying attitude of like struggle right and Which hardship get to and <laughs> like all all the time just struggle 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 hardship and i feel like sometimes it's so overused mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. you know that's not everyone's story and yes we understand that relationships are not easy and you have to work at them and blah 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 whatever but i think to see black people in general in love, whether it's with each other or with other people or whatever, mm-hmm. I think it's just beautiful to see because it's a beautiful. lot of times, like you said, with the the show, the, you know, the modern love story or whatever, 
a black woman wasn't allowed to be the the head of that mm-hmm. to show that she also loves too. And I think there's like a solid, like definitely over six or seven episodes. So mm. it's like you missed out on seven exactly. opportunities to have a even black if it woman was like a and black where woman. is it set? Is it set in different cities? It Holy might have been cities, New York, you know? to be honest, but it wow. might it might okay. be different. No, I think it was New York. I feel. Mm. When T comes back, she'll she'll tell y'all. <laughs> okay, maybe that was a miss. But yeah, but it's like you had several chances. Yeah, to insert a black woman in this love storyline, and you missed it. Mm. Even if it was like you know, there's so many different dynamics. It could have been an interracial couple. It could have been a heterosexual, homosexual. Like it doesn't matter. You yeah. missed out on all of those chances. Opportunities, yeah. To tell different storylines. Yeah. Of black so it's love. something like that. It's like are black women not allowed to to be in love? Are we? The hell? Do people not think that we also want to hold hands and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like we also want to be in relationships? Like, what is that? We're more than just the angry black woman. Just saying. Sure, we're not angry black women. We're not, but I'm just saying the stereotype. Yeah. But that's a whole conversation that we could get really deep into, which exactly. I'm sure we will at some point. But definitely <laughs> upgrade your lives, music lovers. Go find some Jasmine Gullery books and let me know what you guys think. So now we're going to jump into our what we're listening to segment. Usually we'd have this in our views and reviews, but in T's absence, we thought it would be perfectly fitting to insert this in here Mm -hmm. since some projects have dropped and we have been re-listening and revisiting some maybe older projects or newer stuff as well. So let's get to it. Kwana, what you listening to? So, of course, as (laughs) everyone knows, I'm always in my R&B bag. Not surprised. Not surprised. Um, but Miguel actually dropped. What? <laughs> yes. I miss this. I love Miguel. Yes. You know what? Let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. Mm-mm. So Miguel dropped a single called Funeral. Oh. Um, is it dark or is that? No, a- it's, it, it's not dark. It's like, you know, Miguel-esque, but it's called Funeral. Okay. Um, go listen to it. Hopefully this means that. There's some music, an okay. album or something coming up soon. This is the album cover. That the album cover is cover. scary as hell. I'm sorry. It is scary. It looks like a, a statue. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Miguel released a single called Funeral. Go look that up. It is dope. Um, but I have been listening to John Vinyl. Never heard. Put me on. He is a Toronto artist. Okay. And he sings T-O? R&B. And I, he's R&B and soul. And he is dope. So he has a single. My favorite single from him right now is called Carousel. Mm-hmm. Um, which was released this year. And I love his voice. It's released on vinyl records. Which I'm guessing is his own independent dope um, record label. Um, but yeah, John Vinyl, black man from Toronto. And he's dope. So this is his single called Carousel. It don't really matter what the truth holds. We could do some damage in the cool wall. I know you've been running through a few songs. And I'm still coming back here to you. Yeah, back here to you. It don't really matter what the truth holds. We could do some damage in the cool wall. I 
I love that. Yeah, right? So that's John Vinyl's yes. Carousel. That is his single that came oh. out earlier this year. I love his voice. His voice is beautiful. It's it's gorgeous. And I just like, um, I added a couple of his singles. He has another single called Dangerous, which is really good. Mm-hmm. It's a short EP. It's only three songs. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is called Dangerous. And I added that to my um, chill playlist he also has another single called addicted which is also really good and yeah i think he's dope i'm really excited to see um like a full album or no to see what else he's working on um he only has singles and eps out right now he Mm. does not have an album out gotcha um so yeah i'm really excited to see more of what he has to offer but carousel when i heard it because sometimes i'll go on to my apple music and i'll just you know go into the like um like for you tab right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i'll go into the r&b mm-hmm. um playlist that they might send me and he was on there and i i kept looking like who is who is singing right now <laughs> so john vinyl john vinyl okay i don't know him so once i heard this song i said okay let me add this He's so dope. I like it. I will mm-hmm. definitely be adding and checking that out for sure. Yeah. Dope. Glad you like it. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. So what have you been listening to, Joey? All right. Well, as always as well, always a lot of things, a mishmash of things. Um, but more recently, I've been tapping into a little bit of Sinead Harnett. Um, she is from the UK, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. And she just released a project called Lessons in Love. Um, really, really dope. The leading, the leading song on there is called Lessons, and she has a song with one of my faves, Gallant, Pulling Away. Mm. Um, the other project I've been tapping into is actually by Gallant himself. He dropped a project called Sweet Insomnia, and I love everything. I was really thinking the other day, like, I was listing out all of my favorite artists that I just, like, love, and I'm like, a lot of the ones that I love have really crazy falsettos, and I think that's why I love them so much. So like the max. Yo, did you catch that Gallant was one of the artists on in uh on Insecure? Yes, yes, when right? they went to Coachella. When they went to Coachella, yeah. I said he looks so familiar. Yep. And that was Gallant. Yep, that was him. Because it was the black one and the Asian one is yep. what Kelly kept calling. Yep. yep. <laughs> he was the black one. He was the one that Kelly ended up going after, I think. Mm-hmm. Or was trying to in a way. Um, but yeah, so shout out to him for getting his little acting on and whatnot. Um, but his project, Sweet Insomnia, is really, really dope. I honestly, I guess I'm biased, but I love everything on here. And yeah, I just really love a man with a really great falsetto. Prince, Maxwell, Gallant, like, I just, falsettos is just it. Like, give it to me. Yes, all of it. So definitely dope. I like Gallant too. Yeah, he's dope. Um, there is an artist by the name of Savannah Christina, but her project Florida Girl was released in 2018, and my brother actually put me on to her, but she is really, really dope. So, so this song is called Get Right, and this is off of Savannah Christina's Florida Girl. Might be, might be, I can't fight these, resistant to the feeling that I just might need your love. Time for us 
But if you wanna slide over this side, don't ever switch sides. And come on over if I call you after midnight. With that get right, I need that get right. Savannah Christina. Savannah Christina. And I think she's recently been gaining some traction because she recently dropped a visual Mm -hmm. for her song called Rebound. And she's literally singing with uh, um, that the the album, the single artwork is a snippet from the video. But Mm. she's literally singing on a stool Mm -hmm. with a mic pulled up on a basketball court. Just singing. Just singing. Love it. Natural, effortless. Yeah. Just singing and boys playing in the background. Her voice is gorgeous. Mm -hmm. She has a really nice voice. I like that it has a sort of like just very chill kind of vibe. Mellow. You can Mm -hmm. play it at the cookout. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Dope. So check her out. Savannah Christina. Savannah Christina, Florida Girl, right? Florida Girl is the name of the album. Nice. For sure. So, and that's what I got for now. Good picks. You? Yeah. I mean, I feel like we need to add some ratchet shit in there because that for would be tea. tea. <laughs> <laughs> I Because, mean, you know, me and you kind of have a very we, similar we very much do, for sure. <laughs> uh, taste. For um, sure. Do you have anything? I actually follow her on Apple Music, so let's see what oh, she's listening to. Let's do that. We're going to get a little invasive. <laughs> Rules. Okay, you know what? So we're so T, Loves we Doja. love you <laughs> and in your honor, we are going to play Doja Cat Rules. Here we go. Definitely T. Yes. And I like Doja Cat. I love that her. That Tia Tamara shit is my shit. Okay. Dun, 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 yes. Tia Tamara. I love yes, it. so good. I wonder if they ever commented on that they song. Did. They did. Yeah, they did. What is it? Uh, I, who, who I think that they were um, both. I think that they were. Mm-hmm. I think that they were um, flattered. But, you know, it's, yeah. you know. Yeah, I'm your, I'm your, yeah, your taste. Yeah, but (laughs) I think Doja Cat's dope. And yeah, I was like, I gotta play something, (laughs) you know, just to to keep our girl here. She's here in spirit. But we love you, T. Again, feel better. And we thank you all for joining us on this journey. Yes. Yeah. Just, you know, um, let us know what you guys think about the dose of dopeness. For Meg sure. Taylor, the um, let me upgrade you. What are your favorite black romance movies or books or whatever you guys, you know, have. Let us know what you guys think. Comment. Um, rate, rate review, review subscribe. subscribe give us some feedback tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend exactly you know whatever you guys want to send to us email us views from the chicks at gmail.com c-h-i-x-x for chicks views from the chicks at gmail.com uh you can email us uh twitter vws from the chicks at uh twitter and yeah let us know what you guys think yeah good Good. show girl all right and 
This has been Quana. <laughs> <laughs> it's so different doing it without it UT. It is so different doing it without UT. I'm trying, girl. We, go ahead, Quana. Anyway, this has been Quana. This has been Joey. And he's not here, but we love you, girl. <laughs> we out, y'all. We out. Bye, guys. Peace.